Well, hey there, welcome to the Classroom Commute Podcast. I'm Rachel, your host. And in this episode, we're continuing our important conversation on digital citizenship. As 21st century teachers, we are tasked with helping our students develop important 21st century skills, which includes online and digital activity skills. And part of that is teaching the responsibility and expectations that comes with being present online. We want our students to be prepared and equipped with the tools and knowledge of how to be safe and how to take ownership of their digital lives. So in this episode, we're going to continue this conversation specifically as it relates to helping students understand the digital footprint that they leave behind online and how their actions online can stick with them for years to come. Let's get started. Welcome to the Classroom Commute Podcast, a podcast for elementary teachers who want to feel inspired each week on your ride into school. I'm your host, Rachel, and my goal is to give you simple and actionable 21st century teaching strategies that you can take into your classroom to spark the love of learning in your students. You are already amazing, and together we're going places. Thanks for taking me along for the ride. Now, I'm sure I don't have to tell you that one action online can impact you for a long time. One comment on social media, whether it be good or bad, can go viral and become impossible to stop. Once the internet gets a hold of something, we can quickly lose control. We've seen this in both positive and negative situations. We've seen that hilarious cat video go viral or a feel-good story spread from coast to coast. But we've also seen situations where something gets out of hand and not in a good way. Something's taken out of context and then it spreads far and wide. Maybe you've experienced this firsthand. It can be heartbreaking and devastating to the people involved. What we say and what we do online can have a lasting impact. Once it's out there in the world, it essentially lasts forever. However, our students don't always think beyond the moment. Heck, most adults I know don't think beyond the moment. They don't always consider that what they're saying or doing right now in this moment can leave behind a digital footprint. And this digital footprint can shape their identity and it can impact their online and offline reputation. So that's why it's important to start young, to teach students the responsibilities that they have as digital citizens. The sooner we start to train kids to stop and think about their actions online and the digital footprints that they're leaving behind, the better. So how do we do this? Well, it's going to start with conversation. When we hear students talk about their activities online, engage in discussions about the impact that their online activities have. When they mention things that they've read or even written themselves Or even when you're just discussing what other people have done or said online, discuss the potential impact. Introduce your students to the term digital footprint. So this might be a new concept to them, so you've got to start with what they know. For example, talk about the different footprints that animals leave behind. You can even show them pictures of several examples of animal footprints. Have students guess which animal left which footprint. And it can be pretty obvious in most cases. And talk about that when you see these animal footprints in real life, you can trace where that animal has been and where it's going by following its tracks. In the same way, our digital footprint will point directly to us. We form our identities and how others view us by the footprints, and in this case, the digital footprints that we leave behind. And unlike animal tracks that can be washed away by rain or other natural changes, our digital tracks stay with us. 
commonsense.org, which is a great reference and a great resource to use for digital citizenship, defines a digital footprint like this. They say, digital footprints are a record of what you do online, including the sites you visit and the things you post. It can also include things that others post that involve you, such as pictures or comments. The things we say and do online can be tied back to us indefinitely. These are the digital tracks that we leave behind. And the digital footprint, the digital tracks that we leave behind are not always about us. We are not always the center of the conversation because when we engage in online conversations about other people in both positive and negative ways, we're contributing to how far other people's digital footprints go. It's that whole idea of something going viral. Something goes viral when we share it over and over, even if it's not about us, even if it's not about your students. And when something goes viral, we know it becomes out of our control. You can also help your students to understand the concept of a lasting impression by comparing our online activity to a fossil. The animal's footprint shows recent action, but a fossil is that impression saved and preserved for millions of years. And our digital footprints are similar in that even after that immediate effect of our online activity might appear to fade, it's still preserved and saved, and it can resurface at any moment. So not only do we have that fresh footprint of recent action, we also have that preserved impression, like a fossil, that tells others about us long after the action. Once students understand that digital footprints tell a story about who we are and where we've been active online, give students some concrete examples of some of these online activities. Discuss possible scenarios of online activities and the lasting impact that they may have. So these are activities like sharing a video of yourself online, posting a picture, commenting on social media posts, or times when others share pictures or videos of you, shopping online, visiting certain websites, and so on and so on. Another really crucial thing that we want students to realize is that not only do we have an obligation to ourselves to protect our own digital footprint, but we also have a responsibility to others. Being a responsible digital citizen means that you don't participate in negative activity online that might affect others, that might affect their digital footprint. We don't post pictures of other people without permission. We treat others online with respect. And P.S., this is a great reminder for adults too, we must be the model of a good digital citizen. I love the THINK acronym that I've seen a lot of teachers post in their classroom. Now, I know that it's not specific to digital activity. It's really just a general reminder, but the THINK acronym really helps to put into perspective our own actions. So THINK being T stands for, is it true? H stands for, is it helpful? I, is it inspiring? N, is it necessary? And K, is it kind? So think, is it true, helpful, inspiring, necessary, and kind? And this would be a great poster to put up in your classroom and refer to it as you have these discussions about leaving a digital footprint. The think acronym is a great baseline that students can use to kind of take a pulse on what they say and do online. Is what they're doing and saying online true, helpful, inspiring, necessary, or kind? And if they answer no to any of those questions, it's not something that they should be sharing, posting, or commenting about. 
All right, before I leave you today, I want to point you to some other episodes that we have in this Digital Citizenship series that I encourage you to check out. In past episodes, we've talked about digital citizenship from the lens of finding a healthy media balance and making healthy choices on the things that we choose to do online and how much time we spend on digital activities. We also had an episode about privacy and security and about how we can share with our students and help them understand what privacy and security means from a digital perspective. So we'll link up to both of those episodes in the show notes, and we're going to continue this conversation in future episodes as well, because being a 21st century teacher with students who are digital natives, meaning they speak technology, they've grown up with it, they use it in their everyday lives, and they're going to continue using it throughout their future. So they are digital natives. And so being a 21st century teacher with students who are digital natives, these are the types of conversations that we need to weave into our everyday instruction as our students engage in online activities, both in the classroom and then giving them the tools and the strategies they need so that when they leave the classroom, they're equipped with ways to be a positive and responsible digital citizen as well. So I think these conversations are really important. I think that reminding ourselves that as teachers, we are part of the process in teaching our students to be responsible citizens in the digital world that they live in. And so I hope that these episodes on digital citizenship kind of bring to light some of the conversations that we can start having with our students. Even if you are working with younger students, it's never too early to start setting the stage for being responsible digital citizens. Now, speaking of digital activities, I want to invite you to join me and hundreds of other teachers who are already inside the Linktivity Learning Membership. It's a membership for teachers who want to give their students a multimedia learning experience that helps students put into practice these 21st century skills, but in a safe environment using Linktivities. Linktivities are interactive digital learning guides that through them, students learn about a variety of topics in all content areas from rocks and minerals to reading strategies to ancient civilizations to fractions and even holidays. Linktivities link students up to videos and graphics and images and text, all to teach students about the topic in an incredibly interactive way. They are the ultimate textbook replacement. Those boring textbooks that students moan and groan about, Linktivities are an awesome alternative, giving students a way more engaging learning experience that includes multimedia, self-directed, self-paced instruction. There's even audio support to help your struggling readers or students with a second language. Linktivities have been around now for 10 years, so they've stood a little test of time here. Both students and teachers have been loving them, and now you can get access to the entire library of Linktivities, which at the time of this recording currently stands at over 80 topics and skills, and the library continues to grow each and every month. Members get unlimited access to the entire library, plus instant access to all future Linktivities as they are added. You can actually try out the membership for free for seven days. You can get in there, you see what topics and skills are available, and you can even try them out with your students within that trial period. So if you want to check them out, just go ahead and head over to classroomnook.com forward slash linktivity. It's L-I-N-K-T-I-V-I-T-Y, like activity, but with a link instead, linktivity. Classroomnook.com forward slash linktivity to get your first week free. All right, that is all I have for you today. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will be back again next week with another episode. Bye for now.